You're listening to the Terror of the Woods podcast, where every question is a great question. I am your host, Star Strazabosco. Get your critical thinking caps on because we are seeking truth in a world where we are drowning in information, but starved for knowledge. I mean, he got a really high, he got, the, the Hispanic vote was 55 to 45. That was the biggest margin he had. Yeah. So. Um, if anything, you know, we know there's a lot more patriot fighters out there than there are people who are willing just to roll over and die. Well, I, I think, you know, obviously, you know, McCulloch was just tone deaf. I mean, how he could not have realized. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, he he doubled down, and he actually he actually had on his uh, campaign signs, "Keep parents out of the schools." Yeah. I mean, that, that's uh, what that was the nail in the <laughs> really? coffin. Well, yeah, that was that was not good. So, um, and then that, then now they're that they're they're stealing the election from Durer in uh, New Jersey. Uh, New Jersey, yeah, because all of a sudden they found oh we found twelve thousand ballots that just appeared thought. out of nowhere. Yeah, I've heard that yeah. story before. Well, the well, the GOP the, the the GOP was had a heavy presence in um, uh, uh, Virginia, but they just ignored New Jersey. I mean, the GOP is worthless. I yeah, mean, they're, they're, they're they're just absolutely worthless. Yeah, um, they're just as so, bad as the DNC. Yeah, terrible. Mm-hmm. So you know, I I don't know. I you know, on the one hand, I. There's some things I feel good about, and on the other hand, um, you know, I wring my hands and go, well, well you know, we, I listen to X-22 every night. And he always encouraged me because <laughs> he's so positive. He's always so positive. I don't think I've ever heard a negative uh, podcast from him or episode. No, I, I don't know how he does it. He, I mean, he does it every night, and yeah. it's fresh every night. Yeah. And he goes for like 40, 15 minutes nonstop. Yeah. Just goes right, right through, you know. I know. Um, you go to sleep and, uh, happy, and then you wake up and you realize everything's still messed up. <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> well, you know it is, and, and you know you have to keep the perspective that it's always been this way. This is not new. Right. There's absolutely nothing that's going on that's never happened before. Right. Uh, the te- the technology changes things. Obviously, their, their ability to monitor us is much greater than it ever has been, but. You know, you look back at uh, the times of Jesus and what the Romans did to, in Israel. Of course, you know, in in 70 A.D. they came through and just you know they they, they tore the temple down. There wasn't mm-hmm. there wasn't a stone standing, and they went to Masada and killed everybody. Well, they right. didn't they didn't kill them. They killed themselves. But uh, they, you know, they just wiped out, you know, the whole country basically. Yeah. So you you had a you had a system of control uh, from the Romans that's no different than what we have now. That is no different than what the Nazis did. Uh, you know, show me your papers, type of thing. And it, every what people don't realize is that every government tends towards tyranny, towards totalitarianism, because they have they feel they have the responsibility to control the population. And once they get in there and they can see they can get some control, it's like, you know, um, power corrupts, absolute power corrupts, absolutely type of thing. Right. They just won't quit. 
Well, and from and a see philosophical, you, you, political standpoint, every man is flawed. So, you know, and except a, me, except you, of course, flawed. the emperor okay, for well, life oh, is oh, not okay. flawed. Okay, there you go. There you go. Oh, there's another, <laughs> there we, he we is. Have flawed, I got it. All right. We, we have a well, we majorly flawed individual. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I Dr. think we're Payne. all flawed. We're all screwed. Um, yeah. Well, welcome back, guys. It's been a few weeks. Yeah. Little Is a little has changed. They've moved the um the goalpost just a little bit, right? Since the last time we spoke. How's that? <laughs> How's that? <laughs> well, they've uh they've issued out the rules as of today. Well, it's oh, a yeah. draft rules oh. for OSHA. Yeah. Um let's see what else have well, they've also decided FDA and CDC that we need to vaccinate our children five to eleven. Um, what else? Oh, I, I'm a domestic terrorist. Um, so yeah, there's, there's been some goalposts moved. I, I would say so. Yeah. (laughs) Thoughts? No, no argument. It, it, the whole, the whole, the whole, this whole administration is, is based around, um, this is the final push. Of the, of the of of the new world order of of the world economic forum you name it uh, Bilderbergs the Rothschilds the Rockefellers Grove, Rockefeller yeah, yeah. It, it it this this is this this is this is the push okay well here's and here's some they, good news though that I'm sure X twenty two talked about Durham he just uh, well he indicted Michael Sussman and then he also indicted the uh, Perkins Coy. And now the uh, Steele dossier is also on the table as of this week. Yeah. So we all Deshen- know who created that. His, his name is Dushenko. Okay. He's a Russian. And uh, Clinton- some people think that's just, Clinton- some people are saying, well, what the thing about that is, since Clinton paid for the dossier, right. now they have arrested a guy that provided bogus information that he knew was bogus. Mm-hmm. But he also lied to the FBI about where he got it. And who got, you know, there, there's, there's a, it's, it's very nefarious. And some people are saying, well, it's just a big head fake. It's just to keep our eyes off. You know, I don't know. Well, it's, actually, it's our eyes aren't even on that. I don't know who's talking about it, but maybe Catherine Heritage uh, from CBS right now. I've just been catching, you know, her tweets every once in a while, but nobody else is talking about it. So I think our eyes are all on the fact that we have our children are being attacked. Uh, parents are being attacked. We had an election just now. We know that, that some votes are being stolen right now in some other states. That's where everybody's focus is. So if anything, I think they're trying to keep our eyes off of that, which means maybe it's going well. Um, but also Julian Assange, the uh, U.S. government, they had their chance to argue, I think it was last week, and now Julian Assange's um, attorney team has argued in favor for him, so we'll see where that leads us to. I think those yeah. are the two things that we're being directed away from. Yeah, the, what's happened to Julian Assange is just despicable. Yep. No question. And and if he gets out, it's going to be just chaos. But but Kyle Rittenhouse, he's they're just you know, uh, he's doing very well, and mm-hmm. the major reason is that the FBI, which is corrupt to the core withheld exculpatory video that they had 
for months. Yeah. For, for what, what, eight months, mm -hmm. nine months. And now all of a sudden, oh, well, we, we found this, this, this video that we took. Yeah, <laughs> same shows, with uh, January 6th. Well, that, that's, yeah. the, that's, that's another evidence of the big phoniness of the whole, you know, again, when you look at South Chicago. So the FBI, they have video of every shooting, every, they could stop that. They know where the, uh, they know who the criminals are. They know which criminals have the guns. And yet the narrative is people, the law abiding people need to give their guns up who are not just uh, willy nilly shooting people in the street. So, um, yeah, I thought when I saw that video that they had in Kenosha, I thought, boy, these guys are really damning themselves by showing the type of information that they, uh, they have readily available to them. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. And, yeah. and this whole, the whole thing on this uh, mandating the vaccine, I, I just think there needs to be, uh, we need to take a, a kind of a page out of the leftist handbook of overwhelming the system by overwhelmingly saying no, just yeah. absolutely refuse and arrest all of us then. Arrest, uh, you know, 75, 80 million. Go ahead, just arrest us. Where are you going to put us? Yeah. Well, and that that's what I've been saying to a lot of people who've been asking me what the next step is. I'm like, well, you need to fight because you have your rights. And I've actually created a new page called Law of the Land on my website. And it has questions that you can ask your employer that can push them back. Um, I read through the OSHA rules today. Well, I scrolled through them. And there's a section, number seven, that actually says... As um, let me let me actually pull it up because it's I think it's important for everybody to know they're they're not going to be able to investigate every single complaint. Okay, they're not going to be able to send out surveyors or um, un you know unannounced inspectors to these establishments to see if this is really going on. And then you also have appeal rights, and that has to go through another process. They're not going to have the manpower to implement any of this, and they actually. They acknowledge that in um, in the rules. So what it says is, as I pull it up here, um, and you can check this out on the federalregistrar.gov, and it's not an executive order. It is a rulemaking, okay? It's totally different. So the it's 490 pages if anybody's interested, and you can also uh, add comments to it if you'd like, but it says requires employees to either be fully vaccinated against COVID-19 or be tested weekly and wear face coverings based on the type of policy their employer adopts. It stops short of requiring the full suit of workplace controls against uh, SARS-CoV-2 transmission recommended by OSHA and the CDC, including all these other things. As OSHA explained in the need for the ETS, which is in the section above, OSHA has determined that it needs more information before imposing these requirements on the entire scope of industries and employers covered by the standards. So they're even admitting they're not going to be able to do this. And they know that it's it's going against your First Amendment, uh, the Americans with Disability Act, and also your Civil Rights Act. So everyone just needs to know that they need to stand strong. And honestly, I wouldn't even give them the chance to give me an accommodation. I would just say no. Right? Yeah. No. Yeah, no. The 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 the, the uh, religious exemption and all that kind of that's that, that that that's irrelevant. 
that, that sh you, you don't need that. Right. What you need is the Constitution. The and, Constitution yep. says that. Uh, and, and interestingly, uh, in Alaska, if you don't mind me interrupting, mm -hmm. and I don't care if you mind it or not, I'm going to interrupt anyway, because that's the way I am. So just, just uh, deal with it. <laughs> you're a broken record. So, How many times you've said that broken? <laughs> <laughs> go on, anyway, go on. Just, just in the last two days, the, the, the governor of Alaska has, has claimed the 10th Amendment. He says, the 10th Amendment makes it very clear that anything that's not enumerated in the Constitution is a state is, is a state is under state control. Right. And you're right. not you're not going to come into my state, and you're not going to demand that my National Guard get vaccinated. You're not going to you're not going to demand that we have a vaccine mandate. You're not going to mandate that we have to wear masks. You're not going to mandate anything. We're we're we are we are a sovereign state, and we'll take care of that. And you know, butt out. Yeah. That I was impressed. That was that was he was he he just laid it right out. Well, I'm glad somebody's out and, there and, saying and, something. Well, I mean that that's the whole point of the Tenth Amendment, right? The states are sovereign. It, it, people forget it's the United States. Right. The states is it's like England is a state, France is a state, Germany is a state. They're, they're states, and what we've done, we 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 have united under a constitution. A, a, a constitutional republic. We're not a democracy. We've thought, we've mentioned that many, many times before. And the states have certain rights, and the government is trying to supersede and usurp those rights. And in more states, the Senate said, "Hell no! You, this is this is our responsibility. It's not yours." And right now, we have 19 states uh, attorneys attorneys generals. They're suing the Biden administration. Oh, excuse me, the Brandon administration. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. Yes. So. Oh yeah, we got to explain you know, that to Dr. Payne. Well, well, I, well he knows it. He, he knows it full well. <laughs> as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, his wife is tired of him going around the house saying, muttering to himself, "Let's, Let's go, go, Brandon." Brandon. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. Do, 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 do. Let's. And, and, and here, it's funny. I've been I've been asking people. Because uh, I started seeing in the media how the media were saying all this nonsense about how vulgar it is and how it's, why don't they say, let's go ISIS and all this type of stuff. They were just trying to say how vulgar it was and horrible it was. And uh, I, I, I see it more as a uh, mocking the media and yeah. not so much uh, Joe Biden himself, uh, again, because. Who's just as a complicit as Biden. Well, They're all in well, it. Well, early in September, early in September, you were seeing the uh, uh, F. Joe Biden chants at baseball games, at football games for at least for about a month, three weeks to a month prior to this uh, this NASCAR race. Mm -hmm. And so I'm sure this NBC reporter had heard about because her organization reported on it. Yeah. had heard about this chant of F. Joe Biden. And so when she's at this race and they're chanting that we can all hear it. And then she says, well, they're all for you. Let's go, Brandon. Yeah. And everybody just laughed because it's like there was this was uh, emblematic <laughs> of I the know. fake news for the past four or five years. Yeah, it and was so it, it became, was perfect. Yeah, it became a, it became a. A, a a phrase of mocking to me and the media are so thin skinned yeah they're so self-important and they have and they're not self-aware at all 
And no. so they're upset and they're trying to make it, oh, you're being profane against Joe Biden. No, we're calling you what you are, a bunch of liars and phonies. Yep. When, you know, don't believe your lying ears. My God, or the same thing, it's burning in the background, mostly peaceful protests. And, you know, all their lies over the years, you know, uh, uh, Trump is an agent of Russia. It's like, what? So it's mocking the media. And so, uh, and you notice for that whole month when they're saying F Joe Biden from September until early October when this incident occurred, you didn't see anybody saying, oh, that's so horrible. The news media going on and on how it's so horrible. They weren't really paying it much attention. But when the spotlight was on the media as fake media and big phonies, then all of a sudden they're so offended, you know, so. Yeah, well, and here's the funny thing. They, the administration tried to take it back, tried to take the narrative by um, Joe Biden had met with a, a man who was in a wheelchair and his name was Brandon. And he was trying to say, like, Brandon went out and did the right thing and got vaccinated. I think that's what the story was. But the point is, he was trying to get everybody to say, let's go, Brandon, for this guy. He's like, oh. no, 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 no. That's not no. what this is, mister. <laughs> I like what Tricky. Ted Cruz said. Ted Cruz said, you know, he said it, it captures everything about fake news yeah. all at once. Mm -hmm. And that was his quote. And that's that's exactly it. Isn't it captures everything about fake news all at once, you know, in one uh, encapsulation. That's why it's so funny. That's why it's taken off. Is, yeah. Is 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 that's what everybody we uh, needed. Knows. We needed that. And I think just like I've said before, I feel like this it, there if there is such an evil deep state cabal running things, there has to be a good side. And it's almost yeah. like things like this get dropped into our lap where we can be like, okay, there has to be somebody behind this because that was just too perfect. Um, another thing that I found, and I wrote a blog about it last week, or maybe it was this week, I don't know, they all fall together. Um, with the National uh, School Board Association, they wrote the letter on September 29th, right, saying that you guys need to go after these parents, they're out of control, yada, yada. Well, they had in their, um, they had in their letter a bunch of different news clippings to show, you know, these parents are out of control. And one of those parents was Scott Smith. Now, have you guys heard of Scott Smith lately? Oh, yeah. yeah. L Loudoun County. His, yes. his daughter was raped. So he was uh, one of the examples in their yeah. letter. And I thought right. that that was very interesting. I didn't realize that as I was writing um, this, this uh, blog. So... I started out with uh, what is a domestic terrorist, right? And uh, for people who don't know, that was the uh, the Patriot Act was expanded uh, to include domestic terrorism instead of just international terrorism, right? And oddly enough, well, ironically enough, the uh, Patriot Act means uniting and strengthening America by providing appropriate tools required to intercept and obstruct terrorism acts. Okay, so the um, intended purpose of doing this was to define a domestic terrorist as a person who intimidates or coerces a civilian population uh, to influence the policy of government by intimidation or coercion. You guys see where I'm going with this to affect the conduct of a government by mass destruction, assassination or kidnapping. Okay, the kid that raped Scott Smith's daughter 
he abducted another girl. Okay, so he fits that bill. Um, who can you think of who's maybe influencing policy right now and intimidating people and coercing? Um, I mean, that's that's the FBI. That's the DOJ. That's the Biden administration. The uh, All of the people that are involved in this but Scott Smith. Right. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Exactly. <laughs> well, and so... I, I didn't put this in the blog, but I just found it very ironic, okay? There's been like these little, like I said, the there's some good people out there, I think, that are setting these things up. But the the father was at the school board meeting when he got arrested um, for his daughter being raped by a boy who was in a girl's skirt and found her in the bathroom. And you can imagine what happened after that. So... It was also during LGBTQ Pride Month that he was at the school board meeting. So they were covering this thing up just for a Pride Month. And that's nuts itself. But if you Google Scott Smith, he was also, not not this Scott Smith, but another Scott Smith was a musician back in the 90s. He, uh, I think he played in Loverboy, if you guys remember uh, that band. And he was a gay activist. Am I the only one that finds that ironic? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm well, just glad they I'm glad they got their priorities straight. You know? Right, but it's just it's those coincidences and irony that I'm just like, what are the chances? You know, the first guy yeah. that pops up, his name is uh, Scott Smith, and he's a he's a gay activist. Meanwhile, this father, he's like, I don't have a problem with LGBTQ. Just don't come and rape my daughter, you know? And he gets arrested for it. He doesn't fit the bill of a domestic terrorist pursuant to statute. All of these other people coming after him do. Yeah, and then the, the superintendent lied about it. And right. one of the reasons, besides the gay pride thing, it was also... They're pushing that transgender thing with the bathrooms. So right. they, 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 this is the last thing that they wanted when they're trying to push that, that sort of thing. Yeah. And that is, but isn't it that, funny? That is, it was during Pride Month. I mean, out of yeah. all the months, there's 12 of them, right? And it happens during that month. I just, I just, yeah. the puzzle pieces fit too nicely, you know? <laughs> no, there's no coincidences. So, yeah, that's um, true. So, What's happening is that what I'm finding is I was talking to a guy the other day. Um, this guy's a veteran. He was homeless, and not, now he's got a place up in North North Chicago with this organization I work with, the Midwest Veterans Closet. It's a fantastic organization. It's not government funded. It's all private donations, and they do wonderful work for veterans and current uh, uh, military people. And um, Here's this guy, and he, we were talking about different things, and he's—I mean, he—he he knows what's going on. <laughs> I was, you know, I, and and I, I'm talking to other people. I'm finding more and more people, and I'm thinking, because I, I I consider myself fairly knowledgeable. Yeah. And I'm I'm finding people—they know the same stuff that I know, and I go, well, that is really cool. Yeah. Um, Finally. You know, the, the, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. Uh, I mean, this guy, uh, James Durer, who, 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 I don't know what's going to happen now, but he, he beat a guy by the name of Sweeney, who was the president of the, the, the Senate for the state of New Jersey. He spent $153 on his campaign, and he beat this guy. 
the guy was president of the Senate wow. and he beat him. Now, all of a sudden, they just found, oh, we found 12,000 ballots we didn't know we had. I mean, deja vu all over again. Yeah. But the point is, this guy, he's, he's going to, they're going to steal the election from him, I'm sure. But here's this guy, he's a truck driver. Oh, he's yeah. He's 58 years old. I mean, he's, he's he, you know, he's never been in politics in his life. I don't, he probably has a high school education. I, I, I don't think it has anything to do with his intelligence. He's obviously quite bright. But um, he won. He, he, people are so getting so fed up now that you know people are starting to come out, and and we're, I'm seeing more and more uh, comments from people on articles I read that are from people who say, "Well, I used to be a Democrat. I voted Democrat all my life, but right. you know, I, I consider my I consider are you myself starting leftist, to have a little but, faith." This is incredible. No, no, <laughs> no. Don't get the wrong idea. Okay, okay. All <laughs> step it back. Step it back. Don't get no, excited. It's all, it's, it's, it's all a head fake. Just get get real. But, but I think is, the silent majority is finally like, okay, I can't be silent anymore because I have nothing to lose. I think you're right. Thank you. Yeah, there. You know, you you're you're seeing. Well, look what's happened in New York City. The trash is piling up. They've had to close somewhere between 19 and 26 firehouses. Well, didn't they now, didn't they throw all of their trash onto de Blasio's lawn? Did you guys well, not, hear about that? The, yeah, yeah, but not the whole city. Well, of course not. That would be a lot of trash. But Well, that's what I'm saying. The whole yeah. city is yeah, yeah, people did come. I know I know they did. Yeah. Um and then um uh, Eric Adams, the, the new mayor, when he came out of his office today, people were there was a crowd there saying no mandates. So you know people are, you know, and what happened on the Brooklyn Bridge last week? All all the the, the city employees and whatnot, yeah. uh, Southwest Airlines, we're just seeing it over and over again. Even even in in um, Chicago here, Lightfoot has put off the the mandate. Yeah, pushed it off into the future. So. The pressure is there, and the the point is, somebody, some 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 wag said it perfectly. He says when when Republicans get into power, they do nothing. They wimp out, you know, they they don't get anything done. Right. When the the Democrats get get in power, they always go a bridge too far. They always push it too far, and that's exactly what they're doing now. Their 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 response to Tuesday is we got to go further left. Yeah. And I hope they do. Oh well, yeah. Here, here's- Absolutely. Here's the here's the issue, though. The Democrats play the long game because they're willing to and that's what you have to respect them. They're willing to fall on their sword and lose the Senate, lose the House, lose. The, if they get some laws in that promote their agenda because they know that people are stupid enough to a few years down the road, then Forget. vote them back in. That's that's the thing. And we need to we need to keep. Uh, sounding the alarm and saying, look, your life is bad. Why? What? Who put these things in place? Yeah. Who's trying to tell you what to do? It's not the Republicans. No. These well, guys, as soon as they get the power again, they're going to do the same thing. Yeah. But here, here's the yep. difference. And that that is very true. Our attention span as Americans sucks. However, when you, you know, the moment that, um, well, for me, it was 9-11, 
when that happened, I will always remember that day and almost like to the second of everything that happened that day. I can't even remember yesterday, right? So there's those moments that really stab your life and you remember them. So this is one of those moments. I mean, even the whole year, I can remember lots of different days throughout the year when you learned a piece of knowledge. Okay, when your life starts to spiral down and you're losing your job, you're in fights with your family, um, you're, you're, in, you're in a war for your life from the government, you're going to remember this. So I think they've really screwed themselves on this one. But even more importantly, I don't see a way out unless we completely dissolve this government and start anew. If, if you think about it, so for example, in Arizona, we just had um, the court, the Supreme Court of Arizona decided, uh, nope, it was illegal for, it was unconstitutional for the legislature to add that policy about face coverings and vaccine mandates into the budget, okay? So where does it go next? Well, it goes to the, the circuit court, which is in San Francisco, and we all know that story. And then it's going to go up to the Supreme Court. Do we have faith in any of those institutions? No. Also, I kind of agree with the judge. It is unconstitutional to add that language in there. It's that It has to be germane to the bill. However, when the legislature makes a decision and the governor signs it, it is based on the people. So you can make that argument too. Either way, there's no parent who is fighting this fight right now who is going to wait a whole other legislative session in Arizona for them to pass a bill and for it to become law, which at the earliest in Arizona can be maybe August. So I think we're going to have to go and fight way before that. And there's a lot of room for uh, legislative error in, in the federal area. Plus with the vaccine mandates coming down even stronger through the OSHA rules, although I, I'm still unsure if those are even going to play out well. They've already convinced people that they will. So the boiling the, the pot is boiling over. People are going to show up with their pitchforks now. I hope they do. I got mine. <laughs> well, I, I think that's the point. There has to be just mass disobedience. This is against the Constitution. People, yeah. uh, the, the kids just go to the class and all. if the whole classroom is without masks, are they, what are they going to send the whole classroom home? You know, so. Right, but what, child, what, what parents are going to be like, just don't wear don't your right mask. Back. Don't go away. You know, kids, yeah. kids are very uh, impressionable. So they're sitting there and there's not, not all parents are on board, right? A lot of parents are like, no, keep right. the mask on and shut up and you're getting right. a vaccine as soon as we get it. So right. those kids will gang up on the other kids. You can't leave it on the kids. Yeah, you could take your kid to school without a mask. No, no, no. It's yeah. going to be the parents that have to. Yeah, we know we, we have no, to completely no. walk away. We have to walk yeah. away from our jobs. We have to walk away from the schools. And that's that's the only thing that we can do. Plus, you got tax season coming up too. Right. I think that's a great opportunity. <laughs> I know I hate doing my taxes. What person presses the file button on their computer and they're like, you know what? I did a good job. That was 100% correct. Well, again, I, I just think that it, it, we, the, the American people have to say the law of the land is the Constitution. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm a absolutely. citizen. But Biden, Biden is is no different than I am as a citizen. And he, he's a yes, little he's different. A he's not all there. He's a, well, he's the president of the United States. <laughs> right. But those are he has enumerated powers 
and he's continuously stepping past those. So you could ignore him on these things. That's like, that's like he come to my house and tell me how to raise my kids. No, you're not the dad. You're not the mom. You're the president of the United States. And you are, uh, have a little thing called the constitution that puts borders around what you can do and what you cannot do. And 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 I have no limits on what it says that I have, not from you, but from God himself. Um, So tell me about the medical front. What's going on? Because I just recently went to an event with uh, Dr. Mikola. And that was, wow. Dr. Mikola? Is that how you say his name? Mikola. Mikola. Okay. Yeah, Mikola. Not Mercola. I hate no, Dr. Mercola, M. Mercola. I'm saying Dr. M from now on. The, from, the, the cardiologist uh, from, yes. from Houston. Yes. And wow. I mean, we already knew all the things that he was going to say before going into the event. But just you, seeing you're talking it, about McCullough. Peter McCullough. Yeah. M-C-C-L-L-O-U-G-H. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I got to meet him. Um, really, I, I was... I was, wasn't just impressed, but I was like, wow, because he was showing us how to digest all the information. Okay, for first of all, I know about the VAERS. I have it on my website, all the adverse reactions, but I had never compared it to anything. You know, I just saw that like 17,000, well, that is a lot of deaths, and I think that we should do something about this. But he was saying on average for the whole year of all of the vaccines available to us, um... Only 189 on average a year, 189.0. And we have 17,000 right now. Is Does that not call for a recall? And that's, and that's, that's, in, that's in 10 months. Yeah. It's not even a full year. Am I just nuts? I mean, we had 150 die from the swine flu vaccine and we pulled it. We have 17,000 plus. Right. But again, this is. Uh... <laughs> Are you guys painting, re- <laughs> doing construction? What Broken, why aren't you over there doing the construction for Dr. Payne? Yeah, yeah that's a good question. <laughs> All right, Dr. Payne. Explain yourself, Dr. Payne. You're on. You're on mute. Oh, you're on I'm mute. on mute. Okay, there we go. See, there. You, that's that's my problem. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I, they're going to say correlation as opposed to, um, and, and there's there's all kinds of excuses they they bring they bring out. But uh, again, it's it's hard for me to expect anything logical coming from anybody these days on medicine. Uh, uh, one, one of the things, the the UK data that's that they've printed up, and uh, uh, it's it's clear now that in the UK that the vaccinated are passing the virus at a higher rate in certain age groups, uh, particularly the older age groups, than the unvaccinated. And um, so, America is only the place in the world where the we have a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Yeah, so but the, the point is they're making this big thing, just this whole thing with Biden about uh, with, uh, you know, 
saying everybody has to be vaccinated to protect the non-vaccinated. That's that's the predication. How about this? I renounce this. my protection. If I die, it's right. on me. Right. Well, it's it's the the issue is that uh, yes, the vaccines are very effective when you look at uh, number per hundred thousand that die. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, you're certainly safer if you take the vaccine. If you just look at those data, if you're not considering the number of people who have uh, side effects from the vaccine or the chance of at, survival. So I'm just looking at taking the, the UK data at, yeah. at face value. OK. And what it shows is uh, that if you have comorbidities, et cetera, you have a better chance of survival if you get COVID and you've been vaccinated. That's clear cut. Right. OK. Yeah. But what it also shows, if you're going to take that data, take the rest of the data, rest of the data also shows that uh, the vaccinated are uh, much more likely to be infected with COVID-19 in these in the in the the data showing for for this year, week 36 through 39. Uh, And so uh, obviously these vaccinated people are hanging out with other vaccinated people. And they are passing the virus back and forth and to other people that perhaps are not vaccinated. And I think it's likely because they're not having as severe symptoms. So they don't know, but they're still able to pass the vaccine, uh, the, the uh, virus to other people. The bottom line is, so why are you making all of these people forcing them to be vaccinated? Uh, because it doesn't that doesn't keep you from passing the virus on to anybody. Right. And for the it record, and for the plus record, plus you are vaccinated and you're still I am vaccinated. Yeah, no, I, I'm, yeah. I'm vaccinated. I am for the vaccination. Again, uh, broken uh, tries to run me over with his vehicle when he sees me. <laughs> but uh, I am I am I say there's a certain uh, population that I think uh, the risk benefit ratio uh, falls on the side of getting the vaccination. Okay. Now, how about the I, fa- fact that seventy percent of the people who died of COVID in in the UK during the month of September were fully vaccinated? Well, again, let's look at the UK numbers again. Let me say. So, for instance, we look at uh, aged eighty years and older. Okay. Uh, so, in the uh, from uh, the thirty sixth week to the thirty ninth week of twenty twenty one, ten thousand. 581 people were positive for COVID and uh, only 400 and, and this is in the age group of greater than 80. So over eight, over the age of 80, 10,581 people with COVID, 403 of them were unvaccinated. So essentially 10,000 wow. people were vaccinated and got, because of grin, the great majority of the, of the elderly there have been vaccinated. Wow. And so, uh, and the death rate in that same over 80 group was 57.4 per 100,000 for those who were vaxxed and 145.1 per 100,000 for those that were unvaxxed. Okay, but those are the rates per 100,000. But remember, there's a whole lot more people vaccinated than unvaccinated. So, yes, the majority of people dying in the UK from COVID have been vaccinated that's because the great majority of people have been vaccinated okay so, all right so that's 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 to me that's not the issue the issue is when you look at the percentages per hundred thousand now again i'm this data is looking simply at covid infections and the morbidity and the mortality it does not look at 
what are the side effects from the vaccines? So for instance, right. I just spoke from a, a friend I haven't spoken with in years, okay? He's 42 years old. His family got COVID. He, had, he has three kids and his wife, they're young, very mild cases. I think two of the kids didn't even test positive, one kid did. He, he didn't even test positive, though he had some symptoms. Later, he gets the vaccine, he gets the two two shot vaccine, and literally within within four weeks, four to six weeks, he's having chest pain. He's forty two. He goes in. They do a number of tests. They don't see anything. Finally, someone says, a "Cardiologist says you're really young. We need to cath you." The guy has a significant LAD lesion, no calcifications whatsoever, which is very rare. So this guy most likely probably had COVID, got the vaccination, and he has, uh, in my mind, very good chance of having uh, coronary artery disease, uh, vascular disease, from uh, from probably the uh, the vaccination in the setting of having COVID before. That wouldn't be surprising. Forty two years old. So again, I'm um, I'm not saying that there aren't side effects of these things. Uh, I just think we need to do, I, I'm just saying that I don't see it in my hospital a ton. And, um, and I think we need to, uh, but, but that doesn't mean I think we blow it off and we ignore it and, and pretend it doesn't happen because I think it does. Right. Hey, and did you get my flyer for the consortium? I did. Okay. Hey, if you can pop in, I have a Zoom link for some of the people, but we have the um, American... Physicians and surgeons, they're going to try to make an appearance. We have uh, some other MDs, some RNs, and then the chiropractors and the acupuncturists associations and some of the other schools. So, and I've already spoken to some of the legislators here, and they're, they love the idea of setting aside money so that some doctors can build clinics. Um, because I think that we need a, some clinics with some actual uh, research behind them well, and treating the patient, not just, you know, factions of, of well, people. And, and let me ask you guys, and I'd be very interested, uh, Star, in, in your listenership and, and people that look at your blog, uh, who knows about fluvoxamine, um, which is uh, an, an SSRI medication that's used to treat obsessive compulsive disorder. You can use uh, PTSD, uh, depression, et cetera, you can use this drug. It's an older drug. It was approved back in the 90s. How many people know that it's very efficacious uh, in uh, against COVID-19 infection when you use it uh, early, when you use it within seven days? Uh, this, a study uh, was uh, published in JAMA back uh, last uh, November, November 2020, that uh, showed that uh, fluvoxamine was efficacious, had a very good p-value uh, versus placebo, and we we saw that the the uh, McCullough and all these guys, uh, the, the 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 mask protocol, they recommended using fluvoxamine, fifty mm -hmm. milligrams PID twice a day, uh, in 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 their protocols. But nobody's, nobody's heard about it. And then now the Lancet just came out with a larger study that, again, showed the efficacy of fluvoxamine in uh, early treatment of COVID. It literally, uh, 
is is really a game changer. And yet I would venture to say I'm talking to people on the street. No one's heard of it. Well, I, I think you need to send it to me so that I can send it out and also add okay. to, to our podcast page. Um, well, the, these are the discussions that we want to have at this consortium. So, okay. you know, there's there's a lot of um, there's a lot of practitioners that are walking away from their associations and they really have no home anymore. You know, and also they're scared because they're going to lose their licensing. Uh, the CDC is sending out letters to doctors saying we're going to we're going to come after you if you don't keep mm-hmm. your mouth shut about these things. So right. this we're trying to create a place where you can come and we have the voice to come back after these people who really don't have the authority to do what they're saying they're going to do. So if you can't make this one, at least try to make the next. Um, I'm going to be down at the legislature a lot this year trying to help out. I there There is, at the end of the day, though, it's like how many more punitive damages do we asset or allocate to uh, somebody who isn't following the, the law, right? They don't care right. about the law anyways, which leads me to believe that we might have to declare a new declaration of independence well i think i think our current declaration of independence is is just fine no it's it's great but it also says when your when your government has become too tyrannical it's your duty to take back your country so how do we do that well i think i think it means that we we draft the same thing but we say no bad people allowed yeah. In a litigious way. I mean, better language for that, but. <laughs> well, the same guy that wrote the, the, the major author, he wasn't the sole author, but the major author of the Declaration of Independence was obviously Thomas Jefferson. And he also said uh, the, the tree of freedom needs to be watered by the blood of patriots and and uh, tyrants from time to time. Right. Yeah. It seems to be that's what it seems like the Democrat Party seems to be trying to push toward. In, in, in my humble opinion. Yeah, but they're really blowing yeah. it because they're waking too many people up. And I think that there was only 10% of patriots fighting the the loyalists and the, the Tories, you know, in 1775. Uh, I think we have way more than 10% right now. We just need to all come together. We're all in these different groups. We all just need to come together and fight against this. And mm. I think that we can. Um, and just so you guys know, I got to get off in like five minutes because I have Bible study. So, I, we well, need, where are your priorities? God, I can't I believe that. Well, really, <laughs> I, I, I was reading a CNN article on Kyle Rittenberg, and and they pointed out that the judge was does really odd things, like plays Jeopardy with the, and he quoted the Bible. Oh like, no! Oh my God! We need to get him off that case. Yeah, exactly. He quoted the, yeah. He quoted the, the, the bestseller of all time. Yeah, that, that's How the thing. He? It's so bizarre to me. You know, the most the, the most famous book in the world of all man history, No, like so many people just like they look at it and they're like, nah, I, I don't even want to bust into that thing, you know. But, oh, this other alternative religion? <laughs> sure, great. Throw it at me, you know. But but here, here's what I want you guys to do, uh, Star and Broken. If you see your doctor, see your doctor friends, ask them about fluvoxamine. What okay. do they know about it? And here, here's my point. This is the okay, point. How do, you, how, how, do you, how do you spell it? How do well, you send us the study. So, send us the study. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah I'll, I'll, I'll send you the study. But, you know, the trade name of it okay. is, is, is Luvox. But fluvoxamine is F-L-U-V-O-X 
A-M-I-N-E. Okay. And the protocol now is, is 100 milligrams BID twice a day for, for 10 days as early as possible in the disease process. And, and it works by uh, uh, decreasing the inflammatory response, the cytokine response to the virus. But anyway, it's very efficacious. But here's my point. All we've heard about is, this, is, is the virus and we need to get vaccinations and the pandemic. All we've heard about for o- almost two years is this I- issue. And yet, when we have efficacious drugs that literally cost four bucks for the treatment, nobody seems to know about it. Why? Why yeah. is that? That's That puzzles me. It, it doesn't puzzle me anymore. Nothing puzzles me anymore. I know exactly what's happening. <laughs> It's uh, we, we can't prove it, but I definitely feel it. And I think that the doctors that are out there speaking against it know it too. I think that they know how biblical this is and that these people are not after uh, necessarily profit. I think that they are after the agenda and it is an evil one. And yeah. they'll do anything to get there because what they see is utopia on the other side if they follow their orders. Right. Let's so, go, Brandon. Yeah. Let's go, Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 obviously a top-down uh, structure that's going on. I mean, right off the bat, I know you got to get going, but right off the bat, w- right out of the gate, you had Bill Gates, yeah, Fauci. The only solution to this is a vaccine. That's it. Yeah, and that was worldwide. No alternatives. Don't don't, don't tell me there's no conspiracy behind that. Yeah. Everybody, it was it was mm-hmm. called lockstep. Mm-hmm. And that was part and of the he, Rockefeller paper. I wrote a blog about it. And, yeah. and, and we, okay, and well, we yeah. have enough therapeutics now. <laughs> we have enough therapeutics now that nobody should have a problem of pausing use, use of these vaccines. Nobody should. We have the therapeutics that so we can take care yeah. of it. Well, and Stop. there's a lot of Asian medicine out there, too, that can help. Yeah. Um, and Again. I think that that needs to be discussed as well. You know, when pharmaceuticals started, it was pharmacology. And where does that all come from? Well, it comes from the ground. It comes from uh, Mother Nature. You know, the a- aspirin is made from the willow, the bark of a willow tree. You know, so I, I think we need to get back to our roots and not rely on foundations and uh, people who created the first computer to tell us what to do with our health anymore. And we all need to come together and as patriots and form a new government. And I get to be the president. Can I be the secretary no. of health? <laughs> yes, you get to be the second. Okay. And all broken, right. no, you're it's... the department of labor. Awesome. No, no, I'm president. <laughs> <laughs> so in, in the new world that we're creating, the new government, yes. the woman still has to be second. Wait, broken. It's okay. I can take you it. You can't be president broken because you haven't been vaccinated. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, in our new world, there is no such thing as vaccination. We're going to start with preemptive care. Actually think- taking care of yourself. Okay, and yeah. I think we sh- when we're doing these podcasts, we need to start wearing masks. Oh, great idea. Great <laughs> yeah. idea. Yeah. Now, my voice would sound horrible through a mask. And yeah. uh, I wouldn't be able to breathe. I'd pass out. It'd be a horrible episode. But you wouldn't get COVID, though. That's See? true. Okay, That's you're it. right. Okay. I'll do it for you guys. Only to protect you guys <laughs> on this Zoom All call. All right. Well, well, thanks, thanks, Star. Good talking okay. to yes, you. Yes, guys. And remember, every question is a great question. 